Hey everybody, welcome to another first round bald movie. I'm your host, Aaron. And I'm Jim. And tonight we went and did Battle with the Undead, Zombieland 2 Double Tap, or is it Zombieland Double Tap? Uh, yes, all of the above. Uh, and it brought back all the original cast, uh, the original director, Ruben Fleischer, who has done some work that I've thought was okay, some work that I haven't seen. Um, here's my problem. This felt like Zombieland 5. The fifth installment of the franchise where everybody didn't want to show up and they just, you know, dumped a dump truck full of cash on Woody Harrelson and uh, uh, Jesse. <laughs> less, less Dawn of the Dead, more Diary of the Dead. Yeah, it just but... I it OK, like a lot of some people gave the Breaking Bad movie El Camino flack for being unnecessary, mm-hmm. uh, which I thought was was crazy. Um, this was very unnecessary. Completely. There was no reason to do a Zombieland 2, especially after what has been 10 years since the original Zombieland. I think that was the reason. Just because just, just 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 it's an anniversary, a big anniversary of the of what, what to be honest, is a pretty beloved movie. No, like, I, love I really love Zombieland. Zombieland. I love Zombieland, yeah. but they had zero new ideas. Yeah. Like it was, have you seen Zombieland? This is just more of Zombieland. This felt mm-hmm. like a, uh, like I said, it felt, it felt like a dispirited sequel that mm-hmm. had been run into like, like this is Ocean's 19 or something and everybody hates each other. Um, it's, but here's the thing, here's the thing, in case you're wanting to take old Aaron's review to the bank, <laughs> I saw this in a nearly packed theater. Now it was at the smallest house in our theater okay. or in the theater that we go to. Uh, and everyone was having a really good time. They were laughing huh. at jokes and I was like looking around. I wanted to put on those like x-ray specs to see if the people were like fucking lizard people or something. <laughs> Um, and it's it's boasting a 70% fresh rating on Rotten Tomato. The, the critic rating? Yeah. What? And I huh. went through real quick, and I looked at the critic rating, and the, the splat tomatoes are all like exactly what I think about the movie, and the fresh ones are just like, well, you know, people look like they're having fun. <laughs> I didn't think they were looking like they <laughs> my, had fun. My audience was not having much fun. My audience laughed two, three times during this movie, and they weren't. They weren't great laughs. They were yeah. like one one pretty big laugh, one smaller laugh, and then not much else. There was a couple, I think, solid laughs in the film, but they were almost all spoiled by the trailers. Okay, yeah. So there's a lot of things that they introduce, and they do, but then they don't really do anything with. Um, uh-huh. Like or they don't do much with, yeah. Yeah, like there's like different types of zombies now. There's zombie evolution, but that doesn't really pan out uh in fact the sin- what's amazing is the central kind of like i'm not going to spoil it obviously but the central motivating plot that is put in motion the rest of the movie is the only one that's completely unresolved by the end like everyone kind of gets like a little mini arc um and all the characters kind of get uh have a nice little hero's journey except for mm-hmm the situation that was kicked off the entire movie. (laughs) So I don't know. I, 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 I'm not going to hate people if they like this movie and they have a good time with it. I just thought this was as, as tired as the zombie concept itself. Yeah, absolutely. There there were a few scenes that I enjoyed. There are a couple of action scenes in this movie that I thought were pretty good. Um, There, there's a small one and then a really big one. And I, I ended up liking both of those. 
Yeah. Uh, but the the comedy they were going for did not quite hit me uh, the way they wanted it to. And yeah, ev- everything just felt like zero effort. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. I cuz here's the other thing with the sound the 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 action scenes is the sound in our theater was set to ear splitting. Oh yeah. So it was I and I I couldn't tell if the sound mix was kind of ugly in general or if it was just like turned up way too loud um mm-hmm. because like there was a weird thing where all the uh, Jesse Eisenberg uh, monologues were like slightly echoey. Like yes, they were out. ours was too. Okay, so yeah. they just fucked up the sound mix of this fucking thing. Yeah, I think the mastering's not very good. Because <laughs> I, I, wow, yeah. I was going to chalk that up to just like the theater being tweaked. He might have, he might have recorded that in a bathroom on his cell phone. I don't know. Literally phoned it in. <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah. <sighs> no, yeah. I, that's the first thing I noticed, which sort of set the awkward tone for the rest of the movie. And when the jokes started piling up and not landing, it's it's also a pretty ugly film from like a lighting and just like uh, the 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 colors and and whatnot. Yeah. Uh, I hmm. thought that like you know the the old gag from the first one, where anytime a rule is mentioned, it rolls in. Like I thought that was poorly done. And yeah, there were a couple of moments where I was like, okay, somebody has seen the original Zombieland, mm-hmm. and they're trying to play around with the things that that did, but they never get beyond the stage of what if we brought back something from Zombieland? Yeah. <laughs> they never got to the stage of, and how is the audience expecting us to use that, and what can we do to subvert those expectations and make this something new, something yeah. more interesting than just a reheat of, of Zombieland? It reminded me a lot of the Blues Brothers 2000 sequel Ooh. in that, like, oh, I know, all the set pieces we did in the first movie, we'll just do those 10% harder. Yeah. And it's like, nah, you need to do a lot more. You need to come up with new things. You yeah. need to, the, the, this was so subversive and clever and kind of like deconstruction y. Mm-hmm. You got to continue, like, you know, um, I, I think Deadpool was a pretty good job of yeah. like trying to find new ways to work, you know, and add new elements. Like, you know, he was a complete loner before, now he's got a team. Like, mm-hmm. This just is, it's, there's, there's really nothing, nothing, nothing different about it except for, uh, Little Rock is now a young woman Mm -hmm. and she wants that. That's it. That's the only character change. She's, she's actually, you're right about that. Everybody looks about the same too. Look the same. Except she's grown up. They act the same. Jesse Eisenberg looks the same. Yep. They're still Uh, having the same interactions with each other. Woody Harrelson looks basically the exact same i'm actually shocked at how the same woody harrelson looks mm-hmm. after 10 years mm-hmm. uh yeah they all you know look the same uh yeah this is another zombie land and i don't know that it holds up in the year 2019 yeah well shall we talk about trailers before we continue to carve this thing up in the spoiler section yeah let's do it uh first one up for me was birds of prey subtitled the emancipation of one harley quinn mm-hmm. i mean this movie looks like a loud mess yep uh i do like uh margot robbie as uh, as harley quinn yeah they she nails it that was they couldn't have picked a better best part of suicide squad but like i none of these trailers have instilled me with super confidence in the project no so and this is like yes joker was technically a dc film uh uh-huh but it was trying something entirely different this doesn't seem to be so i'm not interested yeah 
Um, then I saw a trailer for a movie called The Turning, which is a spook show starring Wolf Finhard. Um, and the another fuck? yeah, and uh, they're they're playing um, like upper crust children, like wealthy children that are needing a governess or a nanny, and that nanny is the the woman that I know you like from Halt and Catch Fire. Mackenzie Davis. Yeah, so she's going to be. These, she's a nanny. She's this these govern they're like governess, like like Mary Poppins style. And uh, there's a lot of creepy things happening. There's some Cameron from Halt and Catch Fire. Yes, the tall blonde. Yes, is a nanny. Yes. Yeah. Okay. At this she's, like old she decrepit is really mansion. Here, then. All right. With, with with these two children that that like they're still like maybe they're both bad seeds or maybe they're just haunted by some kind of spirit and hmm. it interesting. I don't know. This looks like it might be a little bit of um, shit. What was that? Uh, what was that? The haunting? Yeah. Remember the like the the CG the the CGI fest remake early two thousands remake oh, of the haunting. Oh, Catherine Zeta Jones. Yeah. Yeah. Uh-huh. yeah it had Liam Neeson in it, yep. and it reminds me a lot of that. Like it's big CGI special effecty. Okay, but uh, leans a lot on creepy, but but probably is not going to be able to deliver the goods. I gotta see this trailer now. All but, right, you should yeah. check it out. Um, I saw another trailer for the Kingsman. This was a slightly different one, slightly longer. Um, talked more about the premise and the situ- the, the situation. Um, the mm-hmm. one thing I maybe I re- did realize this, um, but I never knew that the Kingsmen were a private intelligent agent intelligence agency. Like they don't work for any particular government. Um, and when I heard that today, I'm like, that's scary. That's scary. <laughs> you know, cause like the, 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 okay. the Ralph, yeah. Fine, Ralph, wait, Rafe finds is saying something like, while the governments wait for their orders, we spring the action. I'm like, you mean while we, the people are like trying to figure out what to do <laughs> about like world wars and shit, you guys are just going to go in there and yeah, I mean, I know how the world wars went. So it's, I mean, could they've gone worse? <laughs> They could have without the king's man. Like I don't know. I, that's <laughs> that. That seems like an inherently fucked concept. Like yeah. private intelligence agency. Another way to say uh, criminal organization, mm-hmm. terrorist organization. Well, we're about uh, to cover a show called Watchmen. I don't. I don't yeah. know if you're aware of the premise of that one, but yeah. 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 Was was Spectre and James Bond a private intelligence agency? Definitely not. <laughs> I don't know. Um. But yeah, I mean, I'll probably go check this out. Uh, I've liked the other two, so. Yeah, yeah. I'll give it a shot, although I will say I'm inherently less interested in the concept of this one. A flashback yeah. to an org- a fake he, organization? He, th- that character was not my favorite character, mm-hmm. uh, and so seeing the origin story of him as a character is not super interesting to me, but in as much as it's the origin of the Kingsman in general wait which character um, is it the origin story of? uh isn't it isn't it uh tall eye patch guy colin firth yeah i think am i not... wrong about that well i mean it... i assumed quite a bit i was gonna say maybe because they're so uh, there 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 was another guy that was like in the big chair maybe it's his origin story but i don't okay. think he's if he's like a you know 20 year old and eight what was that 1914 Oh, is this okay? This is if like it's going all the way back. Yeah, then then he's not in. Yeah, <laughs> he can't be. Yeah. But it might be the origin story of like the whoever the was sitting at the top of the Kingsman organization, yeah. which I can't even remember. Jeff Daniels. No. <laughs> uh, I saw a trailer for a movie called Like a Boss, which uh, Rose Byrne and Tiffany Haddish own some kind of boutique company, and Selma Hayek uh, buys them out as a venture capitalist and just is trying to run 
their company into the ground and it's just it's just Why? like you've seen this does movie. she have a vendetta no it's Personal? more of like it's more of like uh she's using their company as like a pump and dump uh, like to get rid of a bunch of shitty products and yeah. like she's she's running rough shot and i've seen this Tax type of movie and... a million times yeah. with like dudes running it so sure. like ha yeah ha have your fun but i'm i'm probably going to skip this okay uh i saw the very first long form trailer for the current war which hmm. is the story of Tesla, Westinghouse, and Edison and their war of electricity. Mm -hmm. uh, it stars Michael Shannon as uh, Westinghouse, uh, comes a bunch as Edison, I think, and Nick Holt, Nicholas Holt as Tesla. Uh, I might have Edison and Westinghouse uh, confused, um, but uh. that looks interesting. What a... What a meteoric rise Nikolai Tesla has played in popular culture. Mm -hmm. Like I remember like 10 years ago when I first heard the like push the, the the historical revisionism that's like, you know what? Thomas Edison's kind of an asshole. Uh -huh. You know who is the real unsung hero here? Nikolai Tesla and like now there's a big budget movie that's probably yeah. going to establish that fact cuz he was just the inventor, not the businessman. Yeah. 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 Uh I don't know. I I'm, I'm interested in this i wonder if they're gonna have because it seems like they're gonna lean into like all the terrible shit that edison did like uh -huh. electrocute an, an elephant yeah. <laughs> in front of I a mean, live audience to show how dangerous you gotta impress people somehow yeah i guess i guess and they didn't have fancy graphics back then all they right. had was right. animals to murder <laughs> giant intelligent the bigger the, sensitive the animals. more impressive yeah uh, there's an interesting movie called Black and Blue, um, which is a female, a black female law enforcement officer with a body cam actually obser uh, observes a um, some kind of killing where the cops are complicit at a very high level with the local gang members. Mm -hmm. And now she has to run. She's on the run from her uh, in her own city and all the cops and all the criminals in town are against her. Kind of an interesting. It's almost like Judge Dread. It felt very Judge Dread, like the block shutting down and everyone's against her, and she's like trying to, you know, use her old friends and stuff. Is and that is lots of action and whatnot, but it just hmm. takes place in current day. It it's might all be about cool. body cam. Like, can she get the body cams to the right authorities before the, the wrong authorities wrong. <laughs> hunt her down and kill her? Right. Uh, and then what? Seems like a spectacularly bad idea is Bad Boys for okay, Life. Yep. Starring Will Smith and Martin. Uh, what's his name? Yeah. I'm thinking of all the Martins. I haven't seen this Martin in so long. Uh, uh, shit, man. You fucked me up because I had it right on the tip of my tongue. Martin Lawrence. Lawrence. Thank you. I was and he looks like he's about she... three different weights in this trailer. Uh, yeah, he does. Uh, I don't. I don't Is know. Is that intentional? I don't know if he's cutting carbs like desperately throughout uh -huh. the whole process or what. But there's like kind of, sort of, fifteen year old, fifteen years <laughs> ago, Martin Lawrence. There's like, you know, some kind of uh, Martin Lawrence wearing a fat suit, and there's kind of the in between. I don't. know, Maybe it's bad lighting. Yeah. It doesn't help that yeah. Will Smith is like, you know, went 50 from... years old and looks like he's just stepped out of Bel Air. Yeah. Not just that, but Bel Air and he's he's jacked now. <laughs> right. You know, he was like right. Bean Bowl before. Now he's like fucking The Rock. Yeah. And uh, I don't know. Shake and bake. Uh, I that I, I remember a lot really liking 
the Bad Boys movies. Mm-hmm. But I was like Bad Boys 19, too. 21, 23. Yeah, like, fair. I bet they didn't age well. They probably haven't. <laughs> knowing who all was attached to them. Uh, that's all the trailers I had in my house. What'd you have in yours? Uh, so I had a lot of those. I had Bad Boys, Kingsman, Bird of Prey, Birds of Prey. Uh, I also got the Black Bunny and Clyde movie. I forget what it's called. Oh, right. With Daniel. Yeah. Queenie uh, and... Something. Daniel Kalua. I, yeah, yeah, yeah. I can't think of his, his actual name. Yeah. Get out, dude. Yeah. Uh yeah, which looks awesome. I'm probably gonna see that. Um then I saw another Charlie's Angels preview, which I think was the Queen same and one. Slim. Queen and Slim. Uh and then I saw What was the, was the second oh, the trailer you just mentioned? Charlie's Angels. There you go. Yeah. Um and then I saw one called Twenty One Bridges. Huh. Which looks like it is this extra legal shutdown of Manhattan like they're trying to find criminals and they can't let the public get wind of the lengths they're going to to catch these criminals and they let one cop off the chain and he shuts down all of Manhattan like closes all the bridges is this not escape from New York (laughs) I think it is yeah it sounds a lot like it right yeah no it's it's a lot like that um, and then I guess like the cops are somehow involved in the, the crime the one that happened. Cop and nicknamed Snake by no, chance? No, is John Carpenter attached to this movie? Definitely not. Uh, but I don't know. It looks uh, why? Hmm. It's interesting to me that so many of our movies now are depicting cops as the bad guys. And you know, I can maybe understand why. Yeah. But We'll see. We'll see how yeah, this movie we've is. Had, we've had really, we've had, re- we've had a lot of bad policies that have turned our cops into. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. It doesn't feel as serve and protecty as it used to. Not as much. Uh, but that was it. That's all I saw. Okay. Uh, well, this is the point where we say goodbye to everyone who's not a club member. Uh, we have got a lot of cool movies coming up. Two, no, three weeks from now, we'll be back November seventh for Doctor Sleep. Uh, which is, if you didn't know, a direct sequel to The Shining, at least the novel. It's interesting because I was watching uh, American Horror last night, and it had like one of those uh, featured deals where like every commercial break had a look into Doctor Sleep. Mm, and yeah. I remember when we did The Shining movie review that Mr. King talked a lot of shit mm-hmm. about Stanley Kubrick's version He's singing from a different hymn book now. Is he? I mean, there's all this, all this shot promo for stuff. Shot. Yeah, yeah, talking about how this is uh, this is a direct sequel to Stan the the the, the, Stan, the Stanley's well, movie. I mean, you're not gonna you're not gonna in your marketing. You're not gonna lean into the Stephen <laughs> King version. He's Stephen the fucking Shining. King. He's got to have five million hundred million dollars in the bank. Take your shots. <laughs> yeah, but I guarantee you, one one out of every. 50 people who have seen a movie called The Shining mm-hmm. have seen the Stephen King version. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's true. I, I just wish that, like, I have fond memories of Tom Clancy uh, doing a director's, co- or uh, doing a commentary for Clear and Present Danger with Ben Affleck where he just savaged the film. <laughs> just how terrible it was and how stupid and all the changes they made this book and how it wouldn't actually work. And What was, what was uh, Ben doing while that I was mean, happening? I, they seemed like they got along really well. Like, really? Yeah. Like ben, Ben's defending huh. it because I don't think that movie is exactly a piece of shit. Mm-hmm. But also I agreed with almost everything Tom said about it. Like, yeah. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. They fucking Hollywooded it. Uh, but yeah, I want to see I want to see Stephen King do a commentary for the, the original Shining and the new Shining oh, and not man. hold anything back or Dr. Sleep. That would be great. I'm excited for Doctor Sleep. I I remember yeah. getting really into The Shining when we did that review, and I got a lot into like the lore of the making of that movie. I actually went back and read the original 
um, uh, Shining, and I thought it was really great and terrifying in a completely different way that the movie was. Hmm. And I started to read Doctor Sleep because it sounded like, you know, Danny on grown up, and he's kind of like a psychic ghost hunter, but he's also tormented by it, of course. And mm-hmm. uh, I didn't get very far into it because, you know, Bald Move Duty called, but uh, yeah. I'm excited to go back to that. And the rest of the year is uh, is just a barn burner. We got Ford versus Ferrari, Beautiful Day in the Neighborhood, uh, Star Wars Episode Nine might be a surprise or two along the way. Uh, if you want to get in on that action, please subscribe to ball, club.baldmove.com where uh, spoiler-filled first-run movie reviews are just one of the many features. 